This program has been made by the friends and partners of Jennifer LeClaire Ministries. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching. Not everybody believes in warfare. They think you're a zealot. They think you're crazy. What do you mean the devil talks to you? You out of your mind? You want to run to the people who believe like you believe, not to jokes, friends. Amen? You want to run to the people that, that they, they care for you. They know you. You run to your own company. Peter and James didn't run to the synagogue. They ran to their own company. They went back to the praying people. The devil wants to make you miserable so that you'll be a miserable witness. And the Bible says we're supposed to make the unbelievers jealous. Amen. For Jesus. And so we've got to press in to this warfare. And, and this first one I want to talk about, we're actually on number 13 now. We've been doing this series. And we're going to keep doing it until the Holy Ghost is done. Somebody say amen. amen. The first one, which is number 13... This is one that people don't seem to do. It's like the thing they violate. Warfare comes and they should do this, but they don't do it. And then end up in more trouble. They should do this right here, but they don't do it. They do the opposite of this. And it causes the devil to get a further advantage over them. They should do this, but they don't. What is it? Run to your own company. When we're under siege, when we're under attack, beloved, please hear me. When you are in the midst of the battle, when the devil hits you real hard, real good, do not run away from the church. Don't ignore my phone calls. Hallelujah. When you get under some warfare, don't nobody want to talk to me no more. Amen. They want to isolate themselves. They want to listen to the voice that say they don't love you at that church. Oh, Sharama Shekete. They don't want to talk to the intercessors. They don't want to talk to the pastors. They run away from their own company instead of to their own company. And then the devil has, a, has you right where he wants you. Don't run. Run for cover in the midst of the battle. Run to your own company. Remember Acts chapter 4. Peter and John were walking along the way. And there was a man at the gate called Beautiful begging for alms. And they looked down at him and they caught his eyes. And Peter said, silver and gold I do not have. But what I have, I'll give to you. Now rise up in the name of Jesus and walk. And they lifted him up and he walked. It was a bona fide miracle and then the religious spirits got all angry they got all mad about it they arrested Peter and John they threatened them they said don't you dare speak or heal or do anything in the name of Jesus anymore and they were like never mind you we're going to obey God amen not you religious demons hallelujah and so what happened next was they threatened them again and then they released them and what did they do they went home and turned on Netflix and binge watched Grey's Anatomy and ate five bags of popcorn because they felt so sorry for themselves. No, they did not do that. They ran to their own company. Look here, Acts 4, 23. On being released, see the devil can't hold you forever. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego got released. Daniel escaped from the lion's den. 
On being released, they went to their own people. See, not all Christians are your people. They're your brothers, they're your sisters, but they ain't your people. Your people are the ones of like precious faith. Your people are the ones that have your back. Your people are the ones you know you can tell something to and they ain't going to condemn you like Job's friends. Those are your people. You run to your own company. You run to your own people. Turn to your neighbor and say, you're my people. Hallelujah. You're my people, brother. Amen. Amen. The Bible speaks of those of like precious faith. But see, not everybody believes in warfare. They think you're a zealot. They think you're crazy. What do you mean the devil talks to you? You out of your mind? You want to run to the people who believe like you believe, not to Job's friends. Amen? You want to run to the people that, that they, they care for you. They know you. You run to your own company. Peter and James didn't run to the synagogue. They ran to their own company. They went back to the praying people. Look at this. On being released, they went to their own company, their own people, and reported what the chief priests and elders had said to them. And when they heard this, they lifted up their voices in unity to God and prayed. See, they were in unity because it was their people. When you run to your own company, your own tribe, your own church, those are the people that are going to pray. Those are the people who are going to reach heaven. Those are the people that are going to lift up a shield to protect you. Somebody say amen. amen. They prayed. Other translations say it says they went to their own company or they went to their companions. They returned to their people. They didn't run and hide in a cave. They went to people they can trust. When you're in this kind of warfare, they were being threatened. They were challenging the status quo, the, the religious system. They were under heavy persecution. You don't call the KCM prayer line where you get the nice little lady on the phone. How can I pray for you? Well, just have faith, sister. There's nothing wrong with that. That's a wonderful work. But what I'm saying is, when you're being persecuted and threatened, when you are fearful for your life, when the enemy's trying to ruin your marriage, when you're about to lose your job, you don't need a little sweetheart prayer, hallelujah. You need somebody who's in your own company, a company of warriors like we have here at Awakening House of Prayer, hallelujah, who's going to pow, hit the devil until he gets tired of being kicked in the butt and goes out the door, Amen. I'm just shaking up the religious spirits. We'll see who stays till the end. You know, I've taught for years that you need to have a spiritual warfare battle plan. You need to have a strategy. You need to have the Holy Spirit strategy. But guess what else you need? Tactics. There's a difference between a strategy and a tactic. A strategy is your overall plan. A tactic is a step that you'll take to execute the strategy. You cannot successfully execute a battle plan, a battle strategy, if you don't use the right tactics to get there. This is why I'm teaching a new course called Tactical Warfare. In this course, you're gonna receive revelation on dozens and dozens and dozens of tactics that I have used and successfully in the course of spiritual warfare. I have employed these tactics at different times for different battles in different seasons for spiritual warfare success. See, the tactics you used in the last battle might not work in this battle that you're facing 
right now. Sure, sometimes, you know, there's baseline tactics, the name of Jesus, of course, that's always going to work. But there's sometimes you praise your way through, there's sometimes you prepare for battle and don't have to fight, there's sometimes God tells you, don't go up, go this way, go to the side, come from the back. What are the tactics? You may have the strategy, but when you take this new course, tactical warfare, you're going to understand that there are a myriad of different tactics that you may want to employ. Of course, you got to be led by the Holy Spirit and everything, but it's a lot easier to be led by him when you understand your options. I'm one who likes to know the options and pray. So in this course, you are going to sharpen your sword. You're going to become more able to discern more quickly what it is you need to do to send the devil packing. If the enemy has been getting one up on you over and over again it may be time to shake it up a little bit it may be time to use some new tactics let me equip you tactical warfare enroll today the enemy is scheming against you right now He wants to kill your dreams, steal your peace, and destroy your life. It's time to put your foot down. Tap into supernatural strategies, time-tested tactics, and triumphant tools that combat every enemy attack in my book, 101 Tactics for Spiritual Warfare. These revelations will open your eyes to demonic devices you may not be discerning and empower you with strategies and tactics to overcome every enemy attack. Wage more effective warfare. Find rest in the middle of the battle. Walk in constant victory. Pick up 101 Tactics for Spiritual Warfare today. A literal onslaught of principalities, powers, rulers of the darkness of this age, and spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places is working overtime to fulfill Satan's mission in your life. The good news is you have authority over every demon power in the name of Jesus. The challenge is discerning which demon you're up against. In the Spiritual Warfare Battle Plan, I rip the mask off 15 pestering spirits, expose their wicked agendas, detail how they operate against you, and offer strategies for resisting them, conquering them, and making them flee in Jesus' name. This book will help set you free by shining light on darkness that many don't know exists. Victory belongs to us when we follow the Holy Spirit's battle plan. Now, what type of prayer did these believers pray in Acts 4? Did they bind? Did they loose? Did they push back darkness? Did they come against the devil's schemes? They could have done any of that, and that would have been fine. But what they did was they prayed a corporate prayer because they knew. See, they're all in it together. And they knew if Peter and John got it, we're about to get it too. So they had incentive. You know, the Bible says if two agree on earth as touching anything, it shall be done. What is difficult is to find someone who really agrees with you. 
like for real. You know who agrees with you? Somebody who can feel the pain. You know who, who agrees with you? Somebody that loves you so much that what hurts you hurts them. That's where you find unity. Amen? That's where you find the unity. Listen to this prayer they prayed. They were in one accord, Acts 4, 29 through 31. Now, Lord, look at their threats. I like the King James Version. It says, Lord, behold their threatenings. Hallelujah. Look upon their threats and grant that your servants may speak your word with great boldness. Now, they, they, were, they were threatened. And what did they do? They said, Lord, make us more bold. Hallelujah. By stretching out your hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be performed in the name of your holy son, Jesus. And when they had prayed, somebody said, when they had prayed. When they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and they spoke the word of God with boldness. Hallelujah. That's the kind of company I want to hang out with. Amen. Those are the kind of prayer warriors that I want to get into the foxhole with. Hallelujah. I want to hang out with people that pray with such fervor, that pray such effectiveness, that pray that, that the whole place just begins to shake. Hallelujah. I want to pray with people that the Holy Ghost swoops into the place and tongues of cloven fire begin to land on my head and I get filled with the Holy Ghost again and again and again. Hallelujah. That's the kind of prayer warriors I want on my side. Who's with me? Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Together we can do this thing. We don't have to put up with the devil. We just have to know who our company is. And I'll tell you what, here we stand with you. Hashtag we stand together. Amen. Hallelujah. When you're under attack, it's not time to break rank. It's time to go to your church. Amen. Some people get under warfare and they don't, we don't see them for a month. That ain't the time to run, honey. You're running in the wrong direction. Don't be like Jonah. Run to the place God sent you to, not away from the place he has for you. Amen. And I know it's tempting. I get it because the devil's working on you. We're going to have to stop that. We got to stick together. We want to help you. I want to help you. Amen. The unseen realm of the spirit is more real than what we experience with our five natural senses. Just beyond the veil of what the natural eyes can see, hosts of angels and demons are actively working. The Bible says that all Christians have been brought into this dimension through Jesus Christ. Many people who see in the spirit often don't know what they're seeing or understand the dimensions of spiritual sight. But this landmark book, The Seer Dimensions, will help you unlock these mysteries. Written by best-selling author Jennifer LeClaire, this book will help you tap in to the seer dimensions. You'll discern what is from God and what is demonic. You'll interpret the activity you're seeing in the spirit. You'll tap into what God is doing in and through you and manifest breakthroughs for yourself and others. Seer dimensions will impart useful information, practical instruction, biblical application, and powerful prayers for operating in the spiritual world. Pick up your copy of The Seer Dimensions wherever books are sold. Hey guys, Jennifer LeClaire here. I'm coming to you with an exciting opportunity to partner with me as I advance the kingdom of God around the world. As many of you know, I am doing a daily prayer call that's reaching millions of people, millions and millions of people a year, but I'm also planting houses of prayers prayer hubs 
apostolic centers, and of course, raising up prophets and prophetic people. But I'm also sowing, sowing, sowing. Jennifer LeClaire Ministries sows back into at least 15 other ministries that are touching the sex trafficking industry. They're touching digging wells in Africa. They're helping uh, drug addicts rehabilitate and so, so much more. I need your partnership. When you partner with Jennifer LeClaire Ministries, whether you're in Europe, Asia, Africa, Australia, here in the US, wherever you are in the world, you are helping to open a door for me to come to your nation. You are helping feed hungry people. You are helping the gospel be preached. You are helping media projects flow forth. You are helping, you are sowing, and you will reap a harvest. Listen, you cannot outgive God. I can't do what I do without faithful supporters like you. You know, Billy Graham used to say that the janitor who cleaned the bathrooms would receive the same reward as he did for standing on a platform and preaching the gospel. When you sow into our ministry, you receive a reward. I want to invite you to become an official partner. You'll receive a monthly partner resource, special seating at my events, and so much more. The most important thing is you're being partakers of advancing the kingdom of God, especially if you're a prophetic person, if you're mission-minded, if you're apostolically focused, support. So pray. Amen. God is good and he's doing so much more than any one of us can do alone, but together we can do a lot. We can make an impact. We can have influence on a lost and dying world. It's time. It's time to rise up and go further. I'm asking you become a partner today.